Hi, this is Joe Bonzo with the Oak Ridge Boys. You're listening to my good friend, the David Bowers. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Award, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much, legendary John Bon Jovial. Thank you, Joe Bonsall, my good friend from the Oak Ridge Boys. And thank you, listeners, for joining us for another week of music. And who knows what else will happen. We're going to get right into it. Here's a previous The David Bowers Awards guest. Her name is Jen Ash, and she has a brand new hit out called Trouble.
Jen Ash, whom regular listeners may remember. She was on the David Bowers Awards back in December, December 11th to be precise. She is a soprano singer. She's also a songwriter, has a very soulful voice, and she creates music based on her personal life experiences, which is a theme that we're hearing a lot of lately. A lot of songwriters are doing that, especially the singer-songwriters, taking situations from their own life and translating them into their lyric and it works very effectively you know really you get a feel not only for the artist but for the circumstances john what you think well i love it it's got a nice sultry quality to it uh she does such a nice job of mixing the processing of her natural voice and then applying i don't know if you want to call it auto-tune because it's not quite that um, but the process that she uses to achieve almost like an old-fashioned telephone type of quality and then going mm-hmm. back and forth with it. And, of course, with the instrumentation being just right up there into the 21st century, I think that uh, she's got something pretty good on her hands here. Absolutely, and she does some fantastic music. Now, Jen lives in France, and I'm sure that the influences that surround her over there are just as the influences for American writers here, uh, I'm, I'm sure they really make an impression on her music. Of course, we don't really have a way to compare with and without, but uh, I'm, I'm sure that the unique influences of France uh, have a definite influence on her music. For example, that, that her current hit, Trouble, which just came out last week, I think it was, uh, you, can, you can sense a highly emotional situation. You just get that feel without even listening to the lyrics. You get that feel of a tense emotional situation. Yeah, I agree with John. I agree with you. I don't know why because we never agree, but I agree with you on that one. <laughs> I would uh, truly love to be able to get her back on the show again if uh, I think it's possible. Should. I know that there's a time difference between uh, the USA and, and Europe, of course, uh, at, at least five hours. And sometimes it's difficult to be able to coordinate schedules when you're that far apart. But uh, we've had her on before. It was insightful. I remember the conversation, and I would really like to talk to her about this record. I will look into it and see if how we can make it happen. Yeah, definitely like to have her come back on. It's been, well, it's been since December, so I'm sure she's got some new stuff that she'd like to share as well as the new music, and I think it would be I think it would be good to have her back on the show again. Thank you for the idea, John. You're welcome. I, you know, I'm here to serve. <laughs> and we are here to serve up the greatest indie music in the world. And this week we have two guests, both from the United States and uh, actually on opposite sides of the professionalism poll, though. Our first guest 
is a relative newcomer who's just signed up with uh, one of our friends, uh, the Salter Gan Group and their new uh, distributorship. And the other has been at it for a little while, and uh, she knows how to handle herself in the business. Before we get to our first guest, we want to take care of business and uh, salute our friends at WRFZ FM 106.3 in Rochester at Rochester Free Radio. Be sure to check out Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble, which follows the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio. And he's followed by Armin Spins, more eclectic rock music, some great stuff. Also check out Jeff Moulton's ABC Saturday Night Oldies Party on Rochester Free Radio, WRFZ, FM 106.3 Radio in Rochester, online at rochesterfreeradio.com. We also want to salute our new friends at KINT 98, Kint 98 in El Paso, Texas. Welcome to the show, guys and gals. We're so glad to have you joining along with us. They have a tendency to be thinking outside the box, kind of a different perspective on broadcasting than we're used to over the years. Check out Kint98, and you can find them online at kint98.com. And now, for the first guest of this week's show, we want to introduce a younger generation star, as we implied. He's beginning his climb up the ladder to success and doing it quite well, we might add. We'll be talking with Ethan Vinsel right after we listen to Tennessee Country Boy.
Tennessee country boy by the name of Ethan Vinsel. Come on in and say hello, Ethan. Hi, hello there. How's everybody doing? Doing great, thanks. I'm so glad you could join us today. Thank you for that tune there. And I got to tell you, aside from the fact that I get a heavy feeling of Southern rock influence there, I got to tell you, I love the guitar work on there. And the first question I'm going to ask you before we even find out more about you is, Who's playing guitar on that? Uh, actually, the guy who produced me, his name is Steve Rutledge. He is uh, at Groove House Studios. It's in Friendsville, Tennessee. He's the one who produced it. And he's the one who played the guitar and bass. And Yeah, he's the one well, that done that work. He did a heck of a job. I, I love that guitar work on there. And uh, you can tell he's got a feel for it. I can understand why he's producing because he's got a feel for the music now. Tell us a little bit about our first-time guest, Ethan Vinsel, and tell us about where you came from, how you got started in music. I come from uh, Lenore City, Tennessee, and I got started when I was around probably 12 years old. I got my first flat-top guitar. I always told my parents that I wanted a guitar, you know, when I got around that <laughs> age. I tried sports and everything. It just never was my forte. And then I've I've always loved music since I was little. So I told them uh, I would like to have a guitar and I wanted to play and sing. When did you get the feel for writing? Uh, Probably around uh, 15, so somewhere around in there. My dad does a lot of the actual songwriting. I do, uh, I, I put the music to it and stuff, so... I got you. And teenage years are usually the years that you really start feeling, you know, what you want to do and getting into it. So that's that's about right there. Did you write uh, Tennessee Country Boy? You and your dad? Yeah, we wrote that. Yeah. And you've come a long way in a short period of time. I know what uh, last year I was reading uh, you. uh, Well, let's see. You were you're 21 now. You were 20 last year. your first single last year, Lonesome Drifter's Son, won an award, didn't it? Yes, it, it did. It won single of the year at the Josie Music Awards in Nashville. Right. Yeah, that's what I read. That's a, that's a pretty good stepping stone into a career right there. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And you know what? I'm going to turn this over to John Bon Jovial because I know he wants to get in here and ask a question, and we don't want to we don't want to keep him waiting. John Bon Jovial, what you got? Well, sure. Hey there, Ethan, and uh, first and foremost, welcome to the show. It really it's just great to have you on here. And you know, Tennessee country boy, I got to tell you, that is really a nice song. I like the way you put it together. Uh, the guitar work on there is is just killer. I love the way you apply your voice on it. And the production values are nice. Uh, you know, I, I handle more of the technical end of things here. And so, you know, production techniques, things of that nature are something I'm always paying attention to. Um, so I think that you're off to an incredibly good start uh, for, you know, with this song. Now, for, as, as David likes to say, for our listeners that are not familiar uh, with uh, Ethan Vinsel. I would like to know who your influences are in life because I, I could spout off, you know, I hear tinges of this artist or, you know, little bits and pieces of that artist, but I want to hear it from the proverbial horse's mouth. Well, you know, who who is it 
that you look to musically in life? Who are your musical heroes that have shaped the way that you're doing things? I would have to definitely say my musical heroes go from Waylon Jennings, uh, Johnny Cash, uh, Ronnie Van Zant. I mean, there's just several on down the line that I look up to. I mean, even people as Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jimi Hendrix. I mean, I look up to a whole lot. So, you're an old soul trapped in a young body. You are <laughs> citing some of my most personal favorites uh, when it comes to. Um, music. Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jimi Hendrix, of course, uh, you know, being one that grew up in the psychedelic era of the uh, the late 60s, which I guess I'm dating myself now by saying that, but uh, <laughs> I have a real affinity and a love for that music. And of course, uh, both David and I have uh, jocked country music on traditional radio stations in the past and uh, doing classic country. So your mention of, uh, of Waylon Jennings and Johnny Cash really hits home because to me, these people were the pinnacle of everything that was right and good about country music. And I mean, you can't discount Hank Williams, of course. You can't discount oh, Ernest Tubb sure. or, you know, the, you know, or, or the Bellamy brothers or these guys, you know, or Patsy Cline. But, you know, I tell you what, thought-wise, you're on the right path. That's for sure. Yeah, I got to agree. It's always been my influences, man. I, I I just love the music that they put out, and it was true. You know, that's that's what I like about it. It, it came from the heart. It was, it was true stuff that they lived, you know. You know, I got to ask that's you another so question here. I know. I know that's part of our job is asking you questions, but I've got I've got another one that I just have to ask you because I've been there to a lesser degree than what you were. Tell me, tell me how it felt to you when you heard your name called and you walked out on the Opry stage. Oh, it was just an overwhelming feeling. I mean, I didn't I didn't know what to think. I mean, it just it it shocked me. I tell you that for sure. I wasn't expecting it. I can well imagine. That's why I, I just wanted to hear you say that. I was there, oh, many years ago, <laughs> long ago in a galaxy far away, and I did get to stand on the stage, but it was not for an awards presentation. As a matter of fact, it was for a uh, it was for a personal private tour of the Opry House. So uh, there was no audience, no celebrities. Uh, just a couple of us there, and I got privileged to stand on the stage for a few moments, and it it was a treat for me. So I can imagine, I can imagine the impact it had on you as a first time visitor to have them announce your name and usher you out on that stage. That that was something that I'm sure will stick with you for the rest of your life. Now, speaking of your rest of your life, you are relatively new to the business by comparison to a lot of other artists. What are your plans? What What are you looking forward to in the immediate future, the next step in your career? Um, I would like to, you know, um, get with a good label, if at all possible, and play bigger shows and, you know, just try to get myself out there more, doing what I just, love, touching people with my music. You've, you've done a pretty good start at, at getting started. I mean, you've got some hit records. You've got the uh, Josie Awards, and uh, you've got a lot more working. Are you in the Josie Awards again this year? Yes. And which categories? 
Uh, I got nominated for uh, EP of the Year and uh, Male Vocalist of the Year. Oh, that's a that's a good pair of awards to play to. I, uh, that, that's that's no just the just the nomination alone is no small accomplishment. That's that's phenomenal. That's wonderful. You know, and do you know who you're up against in the uh, in the vocalist category yet? I have no idea. Okay, I didn't know. I heard there was a lot of entries. Yeah, there are a lot of entries. I did not know if they had gotten to the point where they had narrowed them down to nominees yet or not. But uh, at this point, I want to say, before we forget, all the very best on your road to the Josie Awards, and uh, we wish you all the luck in the world. We have to be a little diplomatic because we have a lot of friends of the show who are in the uh, awards categories, and, you know, we can't show any favoritism. So we wish you all the very best. And as John just so aptly said, I know it's trite and everybody says it, but it, they say it because it's true. Just getting a, a nomination and being among the nominees for the award is a win in itself when you stop to think of the number of artists that don't even get that far. So we congratulate you on that and wish you all the luck in the world. What about new music? Now, I know uh, Tennessee Country Boy just came out. What have you got coming out later this year? Do you have another album, an EP, uh, more singles, or what? I'm working on uh, two or three more singles uh, currently, so I'm in the and, process uh, of that. So, well, that's that's a good thing. You don't have a you don't have a recording date scheduled for them, or so they're pretty well down the road, right? Yeah, they're they're pretty well. Yeah. Down well, the, you've got little the, place. You've you've got the summer and the fall to work on it, and I imagine are you are you playing out live? Are you touring at all? Yeah, I'm doing a lot of live shows. Um, I've I've played already twice this week. So. Oh wow! <laughs> well, good. I'm glad we caught you while you were in the swing of things there, John. You have a question? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to circle back for just a second on uh, the new music that that you're working on. Is it going to be along the same lines of Tennessee Country Boy with that, that kind of, you know, classic country, high-energy feel to it? Yeah, I would say definitely so, yes. That's, that's, well, that's sure definitely look, my goal. Well, I sure hope that once you get those things released, you're going to get us a copy so we can put them up, uh, put them up on our air. That'd be great. Definitely oh, yeah, want to be able definitely want to be able to share those. And uh, I, I, I failed to to mention one part of that that I wanted to when we were talking about your music. I mentioned the fact that I I get a real Southern rock feel out of your country style. But, yeah, definitely, there's definitely an outlaw country influence there, too. So it be interesting to see what you come up with down the road and where your, your travels as a songwriter as well as an artist, where they take you. Uh, definitely going to be looking forward to that. Before we run out of time, one thing we try to do with all of our guests is to have you tell the folks how they can find you online, how they can follow you, how they can hear what you've got coming, of course, your play dates and everything. So if you're in their area, they can find you. And most importantly, how they can buy your music. All right, absolutely. Uh, you can find me on Ethan Vinsel Music on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. I'm all up under the same name up under all those. And um, 
You can find my music on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Um, I'm going to be coming out with some CDs here at some point. I just, I'm, I mean, it's it's coming up, so. Well, that's good. Hard copies are still uh, they're still treasured by a lot of people, so it's it's good that you're going to follow up with that. And I personally salute you for your marketing sense in keeping your name the same on all of these sites. I think too many artists get out there, and their their screen name on these different services is different, and that makes it harder for the followers to find you, track you down, and get in touch with you. So I salute you for having good marketing sense there. And uh, I also wish you all the very best in your newfound relationship with uh, Salter Gam and their distributorship there. I think they've got a, a fantastic opportunity for artists there. I'm glad to see you on board with them because I know they're good people. And again, wish you all the very best in the world. We Before we let you go, one last thing, if you would please tell us about this next song we're going to play, Whiskey Jones. It is a uh, outlaw country song that um, me and my dad wrote together. Um, it's about an old moonshiner that lives up in the hills. Um, just a hard, hard whiskey man. I mean, that's what sounds the song like about, a blast. So. Sounds like a blast. I think you're going to love it, listeners. Thank you so much for joining us, Ethan. Do want you to come back. Once you're on our show, you're part of our family. We want to keep in touch with you. Also, uh, you'll find on Facebook, which is where we started social media, there's one page we have, the David Bowers Awards Groups page, and that's there for artists who appear on the show. Well, for all indie artists, but especially for our guests to post your play dates, tours, new releases, anything you want to share with the listeners, and we'll spread it around to the sites that we post to. Again, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. His name is Ethan Vinsel, and here he is with Whiskey Jones.
Whiskey Jones, that's Ethan Vinsel, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, John and I were just talking. I mean, there is a guy, the guy is not a phony. You didn't, they didn't just hand him a cowboy hat and boots and say, we're going to make you a country singer. Uh, Ethan Vinsel is the real deal, and it'll be very interesting to enjoy one of the parts of this, what we do. One of the big things that is our enjoyment in doing this is watching these artists go and grow. And uh, we definitely look forward to watching Ethan grow. You know, every once in a while, or maybe I should say once, maybe twice in a generation, uh, somebody will come along that at first you might be skeptical until you listen to them. And uh, this is kind of a bold statement, but I think that Ethan is definitely following in the footsteps of some of our heroes, you know, Merle Haggard, you know, John Cash and, uh, you know, Ferlin Husky. And, and, you know, he, he's a country soul. Yeah. And absolutely. I don't, I don't, I don't say that lightly. Uh, but I, I, you know, you're right. There's so many people that come along and you know, they got that voice and I can sing you a song and then say, well, let's put some boots on you, even though you've been playing rock and roll all your life. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 Let's see if we can uh, – let's just throw it out there and see if it sticks. Well, right. I don't think that's the uh, issue with Ethan. No. I, I really don't. Ethan is the real deal, absolutely. And he's got a feel for it, too. And as I said, it's going to be really interesting to watch him and listen to him grow. Uh, he's, got a, he's got a knack for the sound. Uh, he and his dad are writing some good tunes, and they've got some great help. The production is fine and dandy, and it's exciting to think – of what's going to happen in the future for this young man. Can't wait till the next time we have him come back on the show. For those of you out there listening, if you're an artist or part of a group, or uh, if you just know somebody that you think deserves a shot should be on the show, or at least have their music featured on the show, drop us a line to David at thedavidbowers.com and tell us who they are and how to contact them. We'll check them out. And who knows, maybe we'll have your favorite artist, Come on here too, because we try to we try to present your future favorites. And here's one that if you don't know her already, she's definitely going to be one of your future favorites. I want you to listen right now to Miss Casey McLean. Here she is with a thing called Outsider.
Snyder. Casey McLean, well, let's tell you what. Let's not keep her outside. Come on in here and say hello, Casey. Hi. Hi. Welcome aboard. How you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? Fantastic. Well, hey, listen, uh, I I just try to keep doing a little better each day than I did the day before and uh, let it land where it may. You have a tremendous story, and I know we're not going to have time to cover all the bases, but I mentioned at the top of the show an artist that we had had on before who writes music directly from personal experiences, and I know from reading a little bit about you, that that uh, that personifies exactly what you do. You have incorporated more of your own personal history and exposed things that, well, you don't normally expect entertainers to do. You, you have a way of taking things from your life that have affected you and not only carrying the message out, but reaching people who are also affected by it and advocating for them. How did you how did you evolve into this mindset? Um well I think a big part of it honestly is just being an artist and seeing so many people in my life and and personally issues that aren't really being discussed or put out there and things that I'm dealing with that I know, you know, hundreds of thousands of other people are dealing with. They're just not saying it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, um, I think it was probably at the beginning of COVID, to be honest, when I kind of decided that needs to be wrapped into everything that I'm doing. Because, you know, at least one voice can, can bring issues up and put a little bit of positive focus on, you know, hey, I'm going through something, but, you know, it's okay. I agree 100%. And I am really, really proud and excited to know you and know what you're doing here. The fact that you're, you're speaking out, which not only reaches out and touches people, but it also gets people to realize that, hey, they don't have to hide from it. They can come out and talk about it, share their stories, and in turn be helping others. So it's kind of a uh, it's kind of a multiplier. One person does it, and maybe two more does it because of that. And uh, talking about your personal situations and things that you've had to deal with, I know one of them is one that I am not familiar with, and uh, I'm going to touch on that or ask you to. Uh, because yeah. it is, I figure, if with all my contacts and everything and the things that I've gone through in my own life, if I'm not familiar with it, there are probably a lot more out there that aren't. What exactly is C. diff infection? Okay, so, so C. diff is a, a bacterial infection, and um, it typically occurs in infants and the elderly. But um, unfortunately, I, I um, was a victim to it, and uh, I the infection when I was in a hospital and I had just had surgery, and so my immune system was down. And what happens mm-hmm. is when your immune system is down, this bacteria attacks um, 
your gut and it becomes an overgrowth of bad bacteria. And when that happens, obviously the good bacteria can't really <laughs> um, come back from that. And so it takes uh, a, did, long, a long process to, to heal from it. I can understand. How did this infection manifest itself? How did you find that you had it? Um, it actually was almost a year's worth of testing before we figured out what I was struggling with. And I had been in and out of the hospital for, you know, what would be weeks and months at a time, and they could not figure out what was going on. Um, I actually tragically um, almost bled out um, from the infection. It had eaten a a hole in my colon internally, and it was at that time that I wound up in the ER and that was when they discovered what was actually, you know, in turn killing me, um, and they didn't even know it. Um, and at that time, you know, I immediately went into surgery, and, um, you know, uh, three months later, <laughs> um, mm. I finally got to leave the ICU and go home. Well, and I can so it, <laughs> yeah, I know you can. <laughs> You can definitely relate to that. Um, yeah, I but, had uh, a uh, I had a severe case of diverticulitis uh, oh, quite a few years back, and uh, that opened up a whole new part of my life to me too. So I can I can relate to what you're talking about here. And again, I salute you for talking about it, for sharing the message, and for incorporating this into your music and your your persona the person you are as a performer and you have, you have incorporated so many things into your songs that I am only going to tell the listeners to check out her music and get to know it because she has an awful lot to say. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, as I mentioned to you, Casey, in our, in our talks before the show uh, a few days ago, as we were putting this up, uh, there is so much more to Casey McLean than, quote, just music. John Bon Jovial. Yes. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm really glad you beat this thing because I, I, I think the world would not be a better place without you and without your music. And, and, and I, I'm so glad that, that you did. And I don't know, I, maybe my question is going to be a really stupid question, but I just, I don't know. I mean, do you have to have surgery to beat this? Can you get on a, a regimen of the of major antibiotics? And, and and then how do you prevent it from coming back again? Um, those are all good questions, and there's no stupid questions <laughs> um, in my realm. Um, so first off, antibiotics is actually the opposite thing that you are supposed to do because, again, it's it's essentially, you know, bad bacteria overgrowing and essentially taking over your your gut and your your in, intestines. Um and so what they did for me, because there wasn't much research, there wasn't many um, you know, studies on how to, you know, regain the good bacteria. Um, so what we did was a 
course of very, very strong, and uh, I I was on IV and and both um, uh, by mouth probiotics, and I had to do a very, very bland diet um, because also you you kind of stop being able to eat um, in the, the final stages of it, which was happening to me in the hospital. Um, so they put you on a very bland diet of, you know, um, plain rice and um, plain yogurt and everything that has good bacteria in it and in, in good big amounts. Um, and so you well, eat a very bland diet and you take the probiotics and, you know, you stay very, very hydrated, and um, usually that can help you win the battle. There are well, now thank goodness. people. <laughs> thank you. There are now people that have to have um, surgeries, and um, you can have a um, replacement um, of the bowels, and, and that can increase your chances. Um, mm. But you do always have to stay on a regimen of, of probiotics afterwards. Um, I well, personally don't know of anyone who, who has stopped that and, and not had um, a reoccurrence. Um, well, thank goodness that you, you have seemingly beat it, and, and, and I'm so glad and, and, and grateful that you have because you. your music wouldn't, like I said, your music wouldn't be with us. And, and I, you know, we're, we're getting off track here because, you know, our time is limited. <laughs> but, you know, what, 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 you're, what you're telling us has, has really, you know, piqued our interest. And I, but I, I want to get back to the music here. Um, yeah. It's your experience with what you have gone through to me, has got to add to the quality of this song that we just heard, Outsider. And, I mean, it's just your your voice is so strong in it, and I love the production techniques that you put into this thing. And, <laughs> thank you. Uh, and, well, thank you for letting us play it. I just think it's great. <laughs> but we, since we don't have that whole lot of time, uh, we're going to play. What's the next song we're going to play, David Creature? Yes. Is that? Yeah, that's. Tell us a little bit about that. Creature um, was written uh, during a time when I finally decided that I wanted to kind of come forward because I have struggled with an eating disorder my entire life. Um, It predominantly, um, in my early teens, it was worse. Um, And then when my mom passed away, it got worse (laughs) again. Um, and I just wanted to voice, you know, that it's something that a lot of people struggle with and that, um, not too many artists really bring forward and, and, you know, voice their concerns and, you know, say that it's, it's not okay to really push people to look a certain way and it's not okay to, you know, make them feel bad because they've, you know, to go out and and get dinner and, you know, maybe they gain a couple pounds. Um, But it's okay to be who you are at whatever size you are um, and be happy with that. Um, And I just, I talk about how um, the eating disorder to me is kind of like a, 
a monster and a creature to itself um, in this song. So that's what Creature is about. And we're going to be playing Creature here in just a few minutes after we after we talk with you. There was an article in a uh, in a publication called Dancing Astronaut, which is a music and culture pu- uh, publication, I believe, out of Los Angeles. At least they speak from a Los Angeles uh, point of view. And it was very good. It covered exactly what you just told us here, uh, probably in a little more detail than we can go into. But I would uh, I would point listeners in that direction. If uh, you're interested in getting more of the backstory, check out Dancing Astronaut. And the article was in their April 17th publication this year, of course. April 17th, Dancing Astronaut. And I am reminded by the, your story and what you're doing, which I said I am, as I said, I am just so excited and proud of and so glad that we get to share, you get to share it with us. I'm reminded of a current events situation, and I'm thinking of the, uh, of the paradox of how many celebrities, both from the music and from other realms, uh, TV, uh, movies, whatever, uh, I, I am reminded of the fact that so many of them spend their time and in many cases their music too, trying to convince people about their political views. You should believe this. You should do this. You should vote for him, her, whatever. I'm thinking how much more useful to mankind take your God-given talents and use them for something like this that will actually help other people and let them make up their own damn mind about who they're going to vote for or what political track they're going to follow. I, I double salute you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And I completely agree. <laughs> I, I am um, really, I'm really impressed. Thank you. Yeah. I think, I think it would be incredible the change that could happen if, if there were a lot more people that did exactly that and just use, their platforms for positivity and not, you know. I agree a thousand percent on that one. If you can do that, I know you can go a hundred percent, but yeah, absolutely. And uh, the only thing I can say to you, Casey, is you keep on doing what you're doing because you're doing a good thing. God bless you. Before we let you you, go, got to give you a chance to sell yourself and your music. Tell the folks (laughs) how they can find you online, where and whatever, and how they can follow you, contact you, and as I always say, most important, how they can buy your music. Yes, yes. Um, So my music is out everywhere, Um, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Deezer, um, all of the music platforms at Casey McLean, and you can um, find updated information and, like, performance schedule on all of my social media, Casey McLean Music. Um, Instagram is my main platform, but I'm also on Facebook and um, now the new threads um, and TikTok as well. Um, And it's all Casey McLean music. Fantastic. Again, thank you so much for coming and sharing with us and talking about things that a lot of people don't want to talk about. It's very important Mm -hmm. and we really appreciate that. Casey, as we tell everyone on this show, You're now part of our family. We want to keep in touch with you. You keep in touch with us, please. And one of our, one of our social media pages is the David Bowers Awards groups page on Facebook. That is there specifically 
for our guests to post their own stories, news, releases, tour dates, anything that you want to share with the listeners, post it up there. We'll pick it up and post it on our other pages that we post too. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. And again, thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Casey McLean, and here's the tune we were talking about. Here's Creature. Casey McLean. It's called Creature, and we thank her so much for joining us here today. We'll also thank Ethan Vinsel for spending some time with us and sharing his story. I hope you enjoyed it. We sure did, and we'll look forward to having you come back and enjoy another week next week. John Bon Jovial, take us home. <laughs>
Thank you, David. I most certainly will. Well, folks, you have done it again. You have spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards. And seriously, we are grateful each and every week for you returning and listening and participating. We really do appreciate it. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from our studios in Naples, Florida, and of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. And we are available for free on most of the major streaming services. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday on WRFZ-FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio, and you can hear us at noon Eastern, and then on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC. We've got something new going on here now that I think you're going to like. You can listen to us anytime on Good Pods. It's a fast-growing, award-winning, free podcast player and discovery app. You can listen to, discover, and share all your favorite podcasts and shows with your friends. Follow your friends, have your friends follow you, and discover new podcasts, especially us here at the David Bowers Awards. So until next week... I am yours truly, the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial, speaking in turn for the David Bowers, and of course Hopalong Sarcassity, and all of the crew of Radio Morons here at the Radio Ranch saying be good to each other, love each other. We'll see you next week, right here on the David Bowers Awards. <laughs>